Listen to God's Word for June 30th. Today's reading is 2 Kings 8 and 9. May God bless this reading of His Word. 2 Kings 8 Now Elisha had said to the woman whose son he had restored to life, Arise, you and your household. Go and live as a foreigner wherever you can. For the Lord has decreed a seven-year famine, and it has already come to the land. So the woman had proceeded to do as the man of God had instructed. And she and her household lived as foreigners for seven years in the land of the Philistines. At the end of seven years, when the woman returned from the land of the Philistines, she went to the king to appeal for her house and her land. Now the king had been speaking to Gehazi, the servant of the man of God, saying, Please relate to me all the great things Elisha has done. And Gehazi was telling the king how Elisha had brought the dead back to life. Just then the woman whose son Elisha had revived came to appeal to the king for her house and her land. So Gehazi said, My lord the king, this is the woman, and this is the son Elisha restored to life. When the king asked the woman, she confirmed it. So the king appointed for her an officer, saying, Restore all that was hers, along with all the proceeds of the field, from the day that she left the country until now. Then Elisha came to Damascus, while Ben-Hadad, king of Aram, was sick. And the king was told, The man of God has come here. So the king said to Hazael, Take a gift in your hand, go to meet the man of God, and inquire of the Lord through him, Will I recover from this illness? So Hazael went to meet Elisha, taking with him a gift of forty camel loads of every good thing from Damascus. And he went in and stood before him, and said, Your son, Ben-Hadad, king of Aram, has sent me to ask, Will I recover from this illness? Elisha answered, Go and tell him, You will surely recover. But the Lord has shown me that in fact he will die. Elisha fixed his gaze steadily on him, until Hazael became uncomfortable. Then the man of God began to weep. Why is my Lord weeping? asked Hazael. Because I know the evil you will do to the Israelites, Elisha replied. You will set fire to their fortresses, kill their young men with the sword, dash their little ones to pieces, and rip open their pregnant women. But how could your servant, a mere dog, do such a monstrous thing? said Hazael. And Elisha answered, The Lord has shown me that you will be king over Aram. So Hazael left Elisha and went to his master, who asked him, What did Elisha say to you? And he replied, He told me that you would surely recover. But the next day Hazael took a thick cloth, dipped it in water, and spread it over the king's face. So Ben-Hadad died, and Hazael reigned in his place. In the fifth year of the reign of Joram, son of Ahab, over Israel, Jehoram, son of Jehoshaphat, 
succeeded his father as king of Judah. Jehoram was thirty-two years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem eight years. And Jehoram walked in the ways of the kings of Israel, just as the house of Ahab had done. For he married a daughter of Ahab, and did evil in the sight of the Lord. Yet for the sake of his servant David, the Lord was unwilling to destroy Judah, since he had promised to maintain a lamp for David and his descendants forever. In the days of Jehoram, Edom rebelled against the hand of Judah, and appointed their own king. So Jehoram crossed over to Zair with all his chariots. When the Edomites surrounded him and his chariot commanders, he rose up and attacked by night. His troops, however, fled to their homes. So to this day Edom has been in rebellion against the hand of Judah. Likewise, Libna rebelled at the same time. As for the rest of the acts of Jehoram, along with all his accomplishments, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? And Jehoram rested with his fathers, and was buried with them in the city of David. And his son Ahaziah reigned in his place. In the twelfth year of the reign of Joram son of Ahab over Israel, Ahaziah son of Jehoram became king of Judah. Ahaziah was twenty-two years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem one year. His mother's name was Athaliah, the granddaughter of Amri, king of Israel. And Ahaziah walked in the ways of the house of Ahab, and did evil in the sight of the Lord like the house of Ahab, for he was a son-in-law of the house of Ahab. Then Ahaziah went with Joram, son of Ahab, to fight against Hazael, king of Aram, at Ramoth-Gilead. And the Arameans wounded Joram. So king Joram returned to Jezreel to recover from the wounds that the Arameans had inflicted on him at Ramah, when he fought against Hazael, king of Aram. Then Ahaziah, son of Jehoram, king of Judah, went down to Jezreel, to visit Joram son of Ahab, because Joram had been wounded. 2 Kings 9 Now Elisha the prophet summoned one of the sons of the prophets, and said to him, Tuck your cloak under your belt, take this flask of oil, and go to Ramoth-Gilead. When you arrive, look for Jehu son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Nimshi. Go in, Get him away from his companions, and take him to an inner room. Then take the flask of oil, pour it on his head, and declare, This is what the Lord says, I anoint you king over Israel. Then open the door and run. Do not delay. So the young prophet went to Ramoth-Gilead, and when he arrived, the army commanders were sitting there. I have a message for you, commander, he said. For which of us? asked Jehu. For you, commander, he replied. So Jehu got up and went into the house, where the young prophet poured the oil on his head, and declared, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I anoint you king over the Lord's people Israel. And you are to strike down the house of your master Ahab, 
so that I may avenge the blood of my servants the prophets, and the blood of all the servants of the Lord shed by the hand of Jezebel. The whole house of Ahab will perish, and I will cut off from Ahab every male, both slave and free, in Israel. I will make the house of Ahab like the houses of Jeroboam son of Nebat, and Baasha son of Ahijah. And on the plot of ground at Jezreel the dogs will devour Jezebel, and there will be no one to bury her. Then the young prophet opened the door and ran. When Jehu went out to the servants of his master, they asked, Is everything all right? Why did this madman come to you? You know his kind and their babble, he replied. That is a lie, they said. Tell us now. So Jehu answered, He talked to me about this and that, and he said, This is what the Lord says. I anoint you king over Israel. Quickly each man took his garment and put it under Jehu on the bare steps. Then they blew the ram's horn and proclaimed, Jehu is king. Thus Jehu, son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Nimshi, conspired against Joram. Now Joram and all Israel had been defending Ramoth-Gilead against Hazael, king of Aram. But King Joram had returned to Jezreel to recover from the wounds he had suffered at the hands of the Arameans in the battle against Hazael, their king. So Jehu said, If you commanders wish to make me king, then do not let anyone escape from the city to go and tell it in Jezreel. Then Jehu got into his chariot and went to Jezreel, because Joram was laid up there, and Ahaziah king of Judah had gone down to see him. Now the watchman standing on the tower in Jezreel saw Jehu's troops approaching, and he called out, I see a company of troops. Choose a rider, Joram commanded. Send him out to meet them, and ask, Have you come in peace? So a horseman rode off to meet Jehu, and said, This is what the king asks, Have you come in peace? What do you know about peace? Jehu replied. Fall in behind me. And the watchman reported, The messenger reached them, but he is not coming back. So the king sent out a second horseman, who went to them and said, this is what the king asks. Have you come in peace? What do you know about peace? Jehu replied. Fall in behind me. Again the watchman reported, He reached them, but he is not coming back. And the charioteer is driving like Jehu, son of Nimshi. He is driving like a madman. Harness, Joram shouted, and they harnessed his chariot. Then Joram king of Israel and Ahaziah king of Judah set out, each in his own chariot, and met Jehu on the property of Naboth the Jezreelite. When Joram saw Jehu, he asked, Have you come in peace, Jehu? How can there be peace, he replied, as long as the idolatry and witchcraft of your mother Jezebel abound? Joram turned around and fled calling out to Ahaziah, Treachery, Ahaziah! Then Jehu drew his bow and shot Joram between the shoulders. The arrow pierced his heart, and he slumped down in his chariot. 
And Jehu said to Bidkar his officer, Pick him up and throw him into the field of Naboth the Jezreelite. For remember that when you and I were riding together behind his father Ahab, the Lord lifted up this burden against him. As surely as I saw the blood of Naboth and the blood of his sons yesterday, declares the Lord, so will I repay you on this plot of ground, declares the Lord. Now then, according to the word of the Lord, pick him up and throw him on the plot of ground. When King Ahaziah of Judah saw this, he fled up the road toward Beth Hagen, and Jehu pursued him, shouting, Shoot him too! So they shot Ahaziah in his chariot on the ascent of Gur near Iblium, and he fled to Megiddo and died there. Then his servants carried him by chariot to Jerusalem and buried him with his fathers in his tomb in the city of David. In the eleventh year of Joram, son of Ahab, Ahaziah had become king over Judah. Now when Jehu arrived in Jezreel, Jezebel heard of it. So she painted her eyes, adorned her head, and looked down from a window. And as Jehu entered the gate, she asked, Have you come in peace, O Zimri, murderer of your master? He looked up at the window and called out, Who is on my side? Who? And two or three eunuchs looked down at him. Throw her down, yelled Jehu. So they threw her down and her blood splattered on the wall and on the horses as they trampled her underfoot. Then Jehu went in and ate and drank. Take care of this cursed woman, he said, and bury her, for she was the daughter of a king. But when they went out to bury her, they found nothing but her skull, her feet, and the palms of her hands. So they went back and told Jehu, who replied, This is the word of the Lord, which he spoke through his servant Elijah the Tishbite. On the plot of ground at Jezreel, the dogs will devour the flesh of Jezebel. And Jezebel's body will lie like dung in the field on the plot of ground at Jezreel, so that no one can say, This is Jezebel. Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? Email us at info at listen to God's word dot org.